Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert to buy now. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals. Your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. So a couple weeks ago for our classic episode, we looked into our older topic of prohibition conspiracies. And it's funny because looking back at our past selves, we can see when we were on trends. I can definitely see where uh, the younger Ben was going, let me... Let me use some of this stuff from here to also connect to this because we didn't have time to do that thing. Uh, But now, man, we talked about illegal drugs at length, but we didn't talk about legal drugs until today's classic episode. That's right. The good old pharmaceutical industry. What are they getting up to? How do they make those dollars? (laughs) Um, There's just so many different kinds of drugs and classes of drugs that exist out there that you can get from your doctor. And it's the only way you can get them. A little note from your doctor and a little pad of paper. Yeah, let's talk about those for a minute. Do you remember when marijuana was first being decriminalized or medical marijuana was allowed, I should say, in different states, and all of a sudden... Hundreds of thousands and then millions of people discovered their cataracts and their mm-hmm. back pain. Oh, glaucoma was just a national epidemic. A glaucoma, that's the one. Here we go. Legal drugs in America. From UFOs to ghosts and government cover-ups, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. 
Hello. Welcome back to the show, you. My name's Matt. Hi, Matt. My name is Ben. I'd like to introduce you to our super producer, Noel Brown, uh, who is on the ones and twos with us today. And that makes this... Stuff they don't want you to know. Yes, absolutely. And today we are talking about a subject that will probably interest a lot of you. Now, we want to go ahead and say at the top that uh, this... This topic deals with a lot of stuff that is U.S. centric. Yes. But we think you'll find there's a larger trend across the globe. So even if you don't live in the United States, uh, we hope that you find this as fascinating and possibly as frightening as we do. So, uh, I guess let's just start out with some statistics. Well, yeah, let's start out with a statement. All right. We're pretty sure that the U.S. overall has a pretty serious drug problem. Right, yeah. It's uh, not to the point where the three of us and all of you out there listeners could collectively hold an intervention for the United States. Uh, so don't, don't write those letters for that reality show yet. But it's true. The U.S. has a pretty serious drug problem. And this drug problem is not crack. It's not cocaine, it's not marijuana, it's not heroin, and, well, technically, it's not alcohol. So what is it? It's prescription drugs or medicine. Right, yeah. And we can't air quote hard enough on that one. Check this out, ladies and gentlemen. The United States has 5% of the world's population, but consumes around 75% of prescription drugs. Yes. In 2010, enough painkillers were prescribed to medicate every American adult Every four hours for one month. 52 million people in the United States over 12 years old have used prescription drugs, not as medicine, but recreationally for funsies sometime in their life. That's right. Every day in the States, about 2,500 teens abuse painkillers for the first time. So that's the first time they've ever gone. You know, I hear that this painkiller X mm -hmm. is really fun, man. Mm -hmm. It's not just for pain. It's for fun. Or, and this is something we'll talk about later, uh, if you are a teenager, you may find yourself in a position where you and your buddies want to drink booze, but it's much more difficult to buy alcohol, and you say, oh, well, we'll find some painkillers or some tranquilizers, and, you know, also that may be some illegal drug, like uh, marijuana or something. But it leads us to this, a grand total of an estimated 8.76 million prescription drug abusers in the United States. And we're not talking about people who have to be on prescription drugs for any reason and take them regularly. We're right. specifically talking about people who use them in a way that's not prescribed by a doctor. Now, we're looking, again, mostly at painkillers. Mm -hmm. We're looking at tranquilizers. Mm -hmm. And then a little less, we're looking at stimulants. And here's an interesting thing. I, I'm sure that some of you out there uh, had your ears perk up when we said 8.76 million abusers because the population of the United States in the hundreds of millions makes that seem like, as cold as it may sound, a relatively small number. So consider this. Fatal overdose rates have more than tripled since 1990, and it's uh, 2015 as we record this. That's right, and the CDC officially declared that prescription drug abuse is an epidemic in the United States. So here's, here's a question that I, I think a lot of people 
want to ask, but maybe they don't get around to it because they don't want to feel like they're asking a stupid question, but it's actually, it's a great question. Why are some drugs legal and other drugs are illegal? That is a great question <laughs> and one that we're going to attempt to answer here, but will, would probably and will, I'm going to say, absolutely require you to do some more research on your own mm. and even talking to people around you about this subject because it's dense and yeah. it's also, it's very gray. Yeah, gray area. That's true. Uh, Matt, I just want to say that we have done a lot of stuff on... Uh, differing types of drugs, right? We mm -hmm. did uh, a little bit on the crack cocaine epidemic and whether the U.S. government was involved in helping um, helping terrorist groups in South America fund their activities via the drug trade. We looked at uh, marijuana conspiracy theories, yeah. and we looked at most recently, alcohol prohibition. And pharmaceutical companies we've looked at and the profits that are involved there mm -hmm. and then lobbying and how oh, that's yeah. associated with politics. It's all connected. So we've touched on a lot of this stuff, but this is the first time we're compiling it in an audio episode. Yeah, and this is the first time that we're really talking about this, this, strange, uh, this strange position that prescription drugs hold in the United States. Now, in the U.S., we have something called the Controlled Substance Act, and this lists drugs in terms of a schedule. Uh, don't let the weird nomenclature fool you. A schedule just means several different lists. Yeah, several different categories. It's not like 9.30 p.m. DMT or That's anything right. like that. Uh, so what, how do we break down this uh, thing? There are five categories. Schedule one is the most dangerous. And, and how do they define schedule one? For a drug or medicine to be considered schedule one, it has to meet some criteria. And here are four of the main things. It has to have a high potential for abuse. It has to have no currently accepted medical use, a lack of safety for use of the drug, and also no prescriptions can be written for this drug by a doctor. Right. And some of these are a little bit tricky. There's a debate over what should and shouldn't be legal that continues today. Uh, you know, the Controlled Substance Act, for example, exempts tobacco and booze, despite the fact that these have proven uh, dangerous effects. Uh, critics believe that a lot of the decisions regarding some of these drugs are somewhat politically motivated. Or at least monetarily motivated. Ah, yes. Oh, uh, Matt, I cooked up a word recently that I thought you might enjoy while we were working on the Prohibition video series that just came out um uh, past few weeks. Mm -hmm. What do you call someone who not only doesn't drink, but doesn't believe anybody else should be allowed to drink either? Ooh. Um... A teetotal all? Close. A teetotalitarian. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm a little happy with that that's one. I great. was saving it for this. Wow. Noel, what, what do you think? Noel, what do you think? Teetotalitarian. Is it funny? Yeah. Yeah, it's all right? Oh, yeah, it's easily. All right, well, I've got the Noel vote, ladies and gentlemen. Done. We have just coined a phrase. But, yes, politically motivated, financially motivated, not just ideologically motivated, there are several conspiracies, several conspiracy theories, some with more plausibility than others, right? Sure. Uh, like, here we go. Like, marijuana, schedule one, 
right? Uh, despite the fact that studies prove it does not have the same high potential for abuse, right? Yeah, the, the DEA's interpretation of the CSA, the Controlled Substances Act, states that a drug doesn't necessarily have to have the same high potential for abuse, like heroin, which is mm-hmm. another Schedule One drug, yeah. uh, for it to merit its placement inside Schedule One, And that is, that's interesting, right? There's got to be a sure. reason behind that. So if you dig a little deeper, uh, we found this quote. Uh, should we just go through some yeah, of this? Yeah, yeah, um, Ooh, do a voice. Oh, gosh. Okay. All right, here we go. <clears throat> When it comes to a drug that is currently scheduled as Schedule 1, if it is undisputed that such drug has no currently accepted medical use for treatment in the U.S. and a lack of accepted safety for use under medical supervision, it is further undisputed that the drug has at least some potential for abuse sufficient to warrant control under the CSA. The drug must remain in Schedule 1. In such circumstances, placement of the drug in Schedules 2 through 5 would conflict with the CSA since such a drug would not meet the criterion of a currently accepted medical use and treatment in the U.S. So that's from the DEA in their denial of a petition to reschedule marijuana. And as you hear in that quotation, Schedules 2 through 5 uh, contain drugs that are considered to have some sort of benefit uh, when yes. prescribed. But they also have either a potential for abuse, sure. uh, they can be addictive, there mm. are a couple other things in there. There are maybe uh, proven side effects over some certain amount of time mm-hmm. that, that could later come to bear. Uh, we, we know that the other uh, conspiracies, just a laundry list them real quick about why marijuana stays at Schedule 1. Uh, there's, there's the old story of hemp. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, the textile manufacturing, textile manufacturing. Absolutely. And it is true. Uh, if you haven't checked out our marijuana podcast with the audio and the video, uh, we do have some interesting stuff in there about the original campaign to uh, make marijuana illegal in the United States, because it wasn't for a very long time. Absolutely. And, you know, for my money, mm-hmm. usually don't talk about our opinions here, Ben, but for yeah. my money. The amount of money that you make from having it illegal is just too much. It's interesting when we talk about that. Uh, one of our questions with prohibition was, uh, is prohibition working? Is the war on drugs working? But it depends on your definition of the players and their goals. Yeah, right? the money just goes to different places. If, if these drugs were legal, say, as alcohol and tobacco are, then the drug, the money, the drug money, goes. It, <laughs> right. I mean, it goes to companies, and then it also is gained through taxes on those things. Yeah, arguably, we'll see. We'll see how this stuff shakes out in some of the states that have, um, to one degree or another, uh, decriminalized or completely legalized marijuana. We know that Portugal, which had a wildly different uh, drug policy in the past few years, has experienced a what are being portrayed as some positive benefits. But mm-hmm. again, you know, these kind of things may have ripple effects that we don't see for 10 years. Sure. Uh, <laughs> just, to, just to finish that point, yeah, Ben, yeah. just want to say right now the money from having something like marijuana illegal or these other drugs illegal, the money goes to police departments and it goes to black markets. And in my, that's what I believe. It goes to larger than a larger scale than just uh, police departments, though. It goes to uh, law enforcement in general, to 
the legal system. We we've talked about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just you know. Just say it. Just saying the money <laughs> goes in places where maybe some people want it to go right now. Right. And we we've seen some other we've seen some other conspiracies about you know crack and cocaine. Um that's a great example of how the drug schedules can can seem contradictory because uh, while crack and cocaine are derived from the same substance, uh, we know that for a long time there has been a glaring discrepancy in sentencing laws mm-hmm. for cocaine versus crack cocaine. Possibly because of which segments of the population use each drug. Sure. Who knows? Right. And then there's the returning, uh, there's the returning idea that we hear fairly often about the CIA purposefully putting crack cocaine on the American market in hopes of uh, economically destabilizing or damaging the uh, black and Latino population of certain urban areas, uh, particularly California. But yeah, uh, Search Gary Webb. Yes, search Gary Webb. Anyway, I don't want to derail us further than I already yeah, have. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Today I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm J.B. Smoove, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, 
So does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know true crime, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. So here's here's how drugs become legit. Here's the difference between the methamphetamine you'd buy from uh, a, a cameo character in Breaking Bad versus the uh, quote-unquote prescription diet pill or uh, focus uh, mm-hmm. drugs that you would get from a doctor before gaining the approval of the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, which is our uh, head honcho for this kind of stuff in the States, a new substance or drug has to be put through extensive and expensive testing. Now, if it passes through these te- this test with flying colors, it doesn't mean that this drug is 100% safe, of course. It just means that it's made it's met the requirements that the FDA has set out right and it also will typically be only approved for one or two very specific uses uh funny story uh you, which you probably heard before ladies and gentlemen uh viagra did not start out as an erectile dysfunction drug it was uh heart related i believe twas a side effect <laughs> it was can you imagine being in that uh being in that research experiment yeah. especially if you were on the end that's taking a little bit of the higher dosage levels of whatever drug yeah. viagra like, i always wonder doc i don't i don't know man this isn't really Doing what I thought it was going to do, mm, and and there's a uh, there are some other things like uh, oh there's an anti smoking drug that'll apparently get you off smoking, but will give you incredibly strange and vivid dreams. Yeah, is that the one that makes you feel sick when you want to take a smoke, or if you get any tobacco in your lungs? Maybe I don't know. I forget exactly which one. Well, that sounds crazy. But okay, so. There's still going to be some side effects. Pharmaceutical companies will only be allowed to sell a drug for a specific reason. But despite these legal restrictions, there is no way around it. Pharmaceutical companies make a lot of money. They make so much money. They make more money than, hmm, I don't I don't know what a good metric for comparison would be. Well, you just have to, if you have seen Breaking Bad, just imagine the amount of money that Walter White accrued over mm-hmm. the amount of time. And then imagine that that's a massive worldwide corporation. Right, yeah. So uh, here, here are a couple things that if you live outside the United States, this might be weird to you. Uh, Matt, can you can you describe this one? Okay, so first of all, the top 12 pharmaceutical companies in the world, half are U.S.-based uh, of those, so six and these pharmaceutical, let's say, conglomerates, they rake in billions, and the U.S. is their biggest market by a large margin. Aside from New Zealand, the U.S. is the only country to allow prescription drug commercials on television. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So you can, I mean, think think about that. 
Mm-hmm. That we have such restrictions for alcohol commercials, sure, where you can't you can't see someone drinking a beer or any liquor, and people don't smoke cigarettes on television. No, even in shows like Constantine, which I hope doesn't get canceled. <laughs> really, yeah. I watched one episode. Yeah, I have to say. I'm trying to feel my way through it. Oh, you're going to give it a chance. You're too kind. I only like it because I'm a huge fan of the graphic novels. Well, same here. Dude, yeah. I watched that. I own that movie when it came out. <laughs> that guy, uh, but the guy's always smoking, right? He's yeah, smoking. always. But even on television with cigarettes, which are legal and you don't need a prescription, you just have to be old enough to buy them, uh, even then, he's always about to smoke. Yeah. He's just, just finishing or you see a little bit of the smoke rising. Uh-huh. It's it's a weird thing, but uh, it's got to be strange to come from a different country and see the weirdest, vaguest commercials ever. Yeah. And then at the end, the side effects that have to be by law mm-hmm. listed. Mm-hmm. Man. And, you know, we kind of lampoon that a little bit when we, I mean, when Illumination Global Unlimited does their commercials with us. Oh, for Prohibitol. Yeah. for Well, for all these commercials, we have the side effects and or little oh, legalese yeah, yeah. at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's essentially what it stemmed from, those kinds of ads. Yeah, and you can see this lampooned in other things, American comedy and so forth. But at the heart of it, it's kind of weird to see just like, a lady running through a field and then a kid throwing a brightly lit ball to another kid and then an old guy petting a dog and then this list of side effects. Yeah. And you you don't know what the drug actually does. Well, there will be a vague description of, you know, do you have problems with urinating while you sleep or something like that? And Mm. or, you know, dry mouth. You have constant dry mouth all the time. Are you afraid of your feet? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Know? I mean, that's what it um, feels and, like, at least. And, and those diseases sound, might sound a little bit made up, but we'll get to that. Hold on. <laughs> so these companies have been repeatedly accused of doing things like bribing government officials via things like lobbying that right. are completely legal. Yeah. Giving gifts or trips or even cold hard cash to different senators, different people in in positions in the government. That, and that's totally illegal. The other that, stuff's kind yes. of a gray area. And the lobbying is, well, the lobbying... Is legal. It's yeah. legal. And we've talked about that. Check yeah. it out. Um, they've also been accused of bribing doctors in the same way. So, and and I've actually seen this a lot. If you go to a doctor's office, you've probably seen it too. There will be specific prescriptions and like samples mm-hmm. set up in places. Mm-hmm. And the doctor maybe will recommend a certain thing, a certain drug to you. Sure. Uh, even if there are, if you're aware of multiple things that you could be taking or prescriptions, mm-hmm. there's one that your doctor tells you you should use. And you can request the generic one. That's true. But some doctors will say, no, the only thing that can fix your chronic fear of your feet is uh, specifital or whatever. Yeah, the insistence. Even things like uh, vitamins. Sure. There are prescription vitamins that are made by these manufacturing, these drug companies. Now, also, to be fair, we know that uh, this this kind of business is legal as well. Uh, oh, yeah. It's it's arguably unethical, but it's also part of a business that they've been doing. They're not breaking the law when they do this necessarily. Uh, but despite these numerous fines, because they do get fined mm-hmm. for ethic violations, uh, Big Pharma – Soldiers on and well, yeah, because they get fined a, a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. and you can just factor that into your cost of doing business. Right. Yeah. So what is what is, for instance, a thirty million dollar fine to a company that 
uh, is making hundreds of millions off of that one slightly unethical action, right? Yeah, it's nothing. And the DOJ, the Department of Justice, is, uh, has repeatedly seemed like it was going to come down hard on some of these companies, and they have received fines. But those are just proven cases uh, against pharmaceutical companies. So, Matt, what about the crazy stuff? Well, some people would posit that drug companies maybe aren't necessarily just manufacturing the cure for a, for a disease, mm-hmm. but they're also manufacturing a problem or disease itself. Ah, and this goes back to some very old theories, the idea that a cure for cancer or that a cure for HIV exists, but that due to a need or desire for consistent revenue, instead of introducing that cure, there are treatments introduced. That's right. And I hate to keep harping on this, but it goes back to the conspiracies that a lot of the law enforcement um, budgeting and, and money that goes into that comes from keeping a controlled opposition that is always there that they need to fight. Um, these are these are conspiracies about the prohibition of marijuana and other drugs. So you're comparing them, the structure. I'm com- yeah, I'm comparing okay. the structure, exactly, because if you don't have something out there that you have to fight, that you mm-hmm. have to spend money to fight, mm-hmm. then you know how are you going to get that revenue or at least increased revenue over time? I see what you're saying, and, and I think that uh, often when we hear these kind of ideas – uh, one of, one of the things as a pet peeve of mine is when you hear this idea of a cure for cancer, cancer is such an umbrella term for oh, yeah. so many very different things. And uh, we're still finding out what exactly it is. Right. Yeah. When we did our series on immortality and we found that the closest thing there is to a living immortal human being is the cancer cells of Henrietta Lacks. Yes. The HeLa cells and, uh, several of our other Partners on the House of Works channels have done some episodes on this stuff mm-hmm. to blow your mind, stuff you should know. But with that being said, uh, it is conceivable. The motivation is there in theory to say uh, we're not going to give you a pill that will fix this chronic condition or an injection that will fix this. What we will give you, however... There's a prescription for a series of injections and a pill you can take every day. Yep. At five bucks a pill, at thirty bucks a pill, at two hundred and eighty seven dollars per pill. Right. Yeah. And this goes in my mind from everything from the idea that there's halitosis or you know, that's a a something that's talked about a lot. Sure. Halitosis, this idea of bad breath, but there are just things that decompose in your mouth and then you get bad breath and that's what happens. It's not a thing that you can really combat in that way. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing you take a drug for, at least most of the time. Uh, but then you look at things like, what if the side effects of the drug that you're already prescribed to then need a prescription? Ah. And then it begins to stack on each. It, each one has a side effect that you have to take. And, you know, my grandfather, mm-hmm. uh, when he was around, he took so many prescription pills. And he went through one time and told me, yeah, well, I take this one specifically for my heart. And then this one is to combat this because of my it heart medication. My blood or something. Yeah. yeah. And it's insane how it stacks up that way. Yeah. And it, it's uh, it's not necessarily. Look, guys, the best way to say this is not that we are accusing 
Eli Lilly or Pfizer or anybody mm-hmm. like that of purposefully doing stuff like this because, again, we know that when the FDA approves a drug, it approves it for very specific things. Uh, both the government and the corporations do their best to figure out if there are going to be side effects. But if you get to a point where you're saving somebody's life, right, uh, and the way that you're saving their life endangers their life in some other way, mm-hmm. right? Like there are drugs that are uh, good for some conditions, but hell on your kidneys, right? And then you have to take something for that. Uh, we're not saying that people are purposely over-medicating others, but we no. are saying that the numbers show that people are over-medicated. Yeah, absolutely. And those aren't people that are abusing the drugs. Those are the people that need some mm-hmm. type of medication. Like the Bee Gees, they're just... Staying alive. Yes, that's true. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Ben. Put a little light in there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Today I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you solve the world's biggest mysteries or take on alien life. At least not the ones you're thinking of. But they can help take care of pesky invaders in your home. Like the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, and the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. 
Their expertly trained technicians may not know true crime, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. Yeah, my, my head goes to dark places when I think about this stuff. Um, and again, I, I, I want to put a caveat in there, too. I, it sounds like I'm, I don't know, really gung-ho for this when I'm hearing myself talk on this podcast. But <laughs> um, there's, you know, there's a lot of research to be done here. There's a lot more information that we're not even talking about. And I don't want you to get from what I'm saying a view that we're saying any of those things, that we're attacking these people right on. Because to me, you even have to look at the FDA and you have to look uh, at revolving yes. door policies and you have to look right. at – there's a lot of stuff to cover in there. And we have those on our videos. But Matt, to paraphrase Inception, we have to go darker. So let's talk about the other so far – unproven case against many different pharmaceutical companies, and that is the idea of manufacturing disease or disease-mongering. Now, go with me on this for a little bit of an anecdote, okay? All right. All right. So, uh, listeners, I want you to imagine yourself as the vice president or uh, an executive at a pharmaceutical company. And global health is increasing. Several of the charitable initiatives that your company has taken in the developing world are doing gangbusters. People are living longer. People are healthier. Uh, people have less disease. Ah, but wait. Technically, medicine is a business that you could cure yourself out of. Right, yeah. right to the poorhouse and right to the street. So, in an ideal world, that's what would happen. Right. So the boardroom gets together and says, "We're running out of diseases, or we're running out of uses for drugs that we have already sunk so much money in." And now, this part is true, ladies and gentlemen. We, if we are the average pharmaceutical company, spend more money on marketing than we do on research and development, which is strange. But if you consider the sunk costs involved with research, you want something to be useful, right? So this goes to, this is all hypothetical, it's not a specific company in mind, but this goes to the accusation that pharmaceutical companies have gone from treating disease to creating it, even if it's only in a, in your mind. So what, what are some diseases that people might create? All right, so let's look at one, SERM deficiency. What is that? Well, I don't know. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say there's a pill that you could take to pre prevent postmenopausal osteoporosis. Okay. And let's say that this pill packs the magic three. Now, this is something that we got from Alternet. Mm -hmm. And uh, the magic three, according to that article, uh, for drug sales at least, are fear, forever, and faith. Ah, okay. So this is interesting because, again, this comes from a sales perspective, not a money perspective. Uh, I fear what will happen to me if I stop taking this drug. Uh, I must take it forever to make sure that that fear is never realized. I have faith that this is working even if I don't see 
any discernible improvement, just I the thing I fear happening is not happening. Because, yeah, in this case, you are taking a pill to prevent postmenopausal osteoporosis. Right. So the thing that Alternet is accusing uh, pharmaceutical companies of manufacturing is something called SERM deficiency, or selective estrogen receptor modulator deficiency. Now, I want to be very cautious with this. Matt, you're not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. No, sir. Noel is not a doctor. Don't, are you a doctor? Are you a doctor? Nope. Okay, nope. definitely not a doctor. Agent Scully, despite the rumors, is not a doctor. I'm sorry, Fox. But the point we're making is that uh, we are not in any way trying to cast aspersion on you if you feel like you have one of those conditions, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But we are saying that this is just an example of something that people look at as a a manufactured disease. And here's something that I wanted to ask you about, Matt, because if we skip down this list, you can read the whole article and see some of the stuff they have, but skip down this list, we'll see one of these is adult autism, ADHD, and uh, social interaction Mm -hmm. difficulties. Now, this is something... That we know has, uh, that we know has become tremendously controversial. And you and I have received a lot of email and yeah. uh, a lot of Facebook messages over the years about the nature of this stuff, right? Yeah. Well, and I also have a little personal experience. My, I think I've said this before. My wife is a school psychologist and works with a lot of children who are prescribed drugs for ADHD and people with autism as well. And there are a whole host of drugs that these kids and, and adults are on. And, uh, I don't know, all this stuff throws up a lot of red flags for me. Uh, but I've also heard, uh, specifically from my wife that there are massive benefits from these drugs that they're mm. taking. So is this a case of, uh, is this a case of trying to make the best out of, uh, something that we don't completely understand? In my mind, it's, uh, there's no doubt that these drugs work for some people. Okay, but, but that maybe not across the board. For me, there's also no doubt that, and I think a lot of doctors would back me up on this, that children especially are being overprescribed a lot mm. of these drugs because they're being diagnosed earlier and earlier, and perhaps that diagnosis is a bit premature. You know, I noticed that you and I are of the generation where uh psychoactive drugs began being uh, prescribed to children at younger and younger ages, mm-hmm. you know. And these were heavy-hitting things like Zoloft. Yeah. To, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Ritalin to, was huge when I was coming up. Ritalin was huge. Ritalin was huge. I don't know what the statute of limitations are on this kind of thing, uh, but one time when I was uh, when I was just a wee young tyke, someone tried to sell me Ritalin on the school bus. Nice. I, uh, I, I didn't... I didn't buy it. I was saving, so dumb. I was saving money for a GI Joe. Well, but yeah. I, but I felt super cool, and I felt like I had my wits about me enough that I knew not to say I can't buy drugs because I'm saving up for a GI Joe. You just said no. I just said no, and like coolly looked out the window. Put your shades on. I wish I had shades. Anyhow, uh, we. <laughs> anyhow, regarding regarding this idea that there would be uh, aggressive, overly aggressive prescribing, that there would be um, manufactured diseases. I love that you pointed out halitosis because that is 
one of the big ones. Um, the idea of Listerine is often foisted upon things. And if anybody has not seen, again, um, any of our stuff about Edward Bernays, he was the king of this kind of inventing the market, right? Mm-hmm. And at the current time, that's where this stands. This is a multi-billion dollar industry. Uh, the United States is one of the biggest markets. We haven't even touched upon the huge battle that's going on between pharmaceutical companies and drug manufacturers in the developing world who want to be able to manufacture generic versions of drugs, mm-hmm. like retroviral stuff for HIV, um, because, you know, frankly, quite a few of the people with these diseases cannot afford the fees. And will never be able to afford the fees. And it's, some, I mean, that's a whole nother debate. Yeah. Uh, just about the humanity. Where And, and uh, you know, that's a, a question we have to ask ourselves. Where is that line between a company that needs to make profits off of their thing sure. and then saving human beings uh, from a, a problem, from a, a serious issue that you do have a way to save them. And it also goes into disease targeting. You know, are there certain diseases that will never receive R&D because uh, either not enough people have it, right? Mm-hmm. It's too rare or uh, not the right sort of drug buying demographic has it. Yeah. Um, and we, you know, we see a lot of stuff uh, that, that comes and goes. There are medical fads. There are medical scares. There are serious medical conditions that are often widely ignored for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we, you and I have talked before off air about whether there is a rise in mental illness in the United States due to the environment in which people live, right? Or whether there are just more sophisticated diagnostic tools, right? Yeah. And currently, that's that other gray area where it's kind of both, at least mm-hmm. if you take a hard look at it. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, it's the, There's the same thing with uh, the internet, right? There are no more skeletons. There are no more closets. It's just easier to see inside. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about that creepy uh, Salt Lake City. I know it's totally unrelated. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is way out of left but, field. But just the uh, last thing, uh, the Salt Lake City uh, daycare center, or is it? It's very bright and green. It looks nice and happy, but nobody seems to be going in and out, Ben. Yeah, and uh, shout out to, uh, of course, the Conspiracy subreddit. They're on Reddit for uh, hippiness to this. We're going to look into it and maybe get back to you on it. That's just a little bit of a teaser. I just have to say that we are moving away from this place. We're leaving yeah. Buckhead. This is the last podcast you're going to hear that was recorded in this space. Mm-hmm. So really, you know what? Let's just take in the ambient sounds, okay? Just for let's give it five seconds, Ben. You ready? That's the last time you're going to hear that. That's the the last time. It's okay. Really, you don't have to. Please don't cry. Yeah, Agent Scully, come on. You're a skeleton. It looks weird. Well, fake crying aside, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. We're looking to get some uh, new T-shirt designs out at our website, stufftheydontwantyoutoknow.spreadshirt.com. .gov.biz. Which which is still hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, and shout out to the people who wrote to us and said, you guys had a chance to pick a shorter name. We really didn't. No, <laughs> it was we didn't. It was, it was given to us, but we hope the, uh, we hope the shirts make up for it because we're working on them ourselves. All right. And the last thing, if you want to research more of this stuff, uh, type in some keywords like, uh, I think it's drugging the American male is mm-hmm. a good thing. There are a lot. There's a lot of great research that, that's being done in this field yeah. right now. Google that, uh, disease monger. Yeah, disease monger. The that alternate article is pretty great because that'll send you down a nice little rabbit hole. Just there's a ton of information about this, and we just encourage you to do your own research because that's the only way you're really going to learn. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, too, uh, write to us and tell us what you think. Tell us what you find, right? Is, uh, is it, in your opinion, true that pharmaceutical companies are, uh, to one degree or another, manufacturing diseases? And if so, which ones? Uh, or is this just a reactionary thing that people are doing without looking at the science? We're, we're interested in uh, hearing both sides of this. And that's the end of this classic episode. If you have any thoughts or questions about this episode, you can get into contact with us in a number of different ways. One of the best is to give us a call. Our number is 1-833-STDWYTK. If you don't want to do that, you can send us a good old-fashioned email. We are conspiracy at iHeartRadio.com. Stuff They Don't Want You to Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Attention, true crime enthusiast. Searching for a way to unwind after diving deep into the mysteries that keep you up at night? Look no further. Introducing Lazarus Naturals, your trusted companion for CBD relief. With a commitment to transparency, Lazarus Naturals oversees every step from farm to doorstep, ensuring purity and quality you can trust. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today and discover how CBD can help you decompress and recharge for your next investigation. That's LazarusNaturals.com. Lazarus Naturals, your partner in unraveling the mysteries of true crime. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.